You're listening to SBS News. Rescue workers in Turkey lifted slabs of cement with cranes and smashed rubble with jackhammers. Then they stopped. Silence is key to detecting the faintest noise that could be the sign of a survivor buried beneath the rubble. Among the wreckage of a collapsed 14-storey building in the Turkish city of Adana, the shriek of a whistle pierced the noise every few minutes. One man mourned his father. My father was a shop owner in this neighbourhood for 20 years. My father deserved a better death. No one will be able to see him at his funeral. This man deserved more respect. As rescue workers listened for any hint of voices from the debris, hundreds of people watching fell silent. Local resident Sibel looked on. We don't know where they are. This is the third day that they are working. They took out two people around this hour yesterday. It's been a day and there was no one else that got out. In Syria, rescuers are also searching for survivors under the rubble. But rescue operations are being slowed down by a lack of heavy machinery and well-equipped and experienced teams. Harem resident Ayad Shakir says he's still looking for his cousin. Since the first day of the earthquake, we've been looking for my cousin, his wife and his children. We pulled out four people yesterday, his wife and three of his children. We came back today and pulled out the husband, who's my cousin. He has another son and a little daughter... We're now waiting to get them out. Abada Zikri, a civil defence volunteer, has called for help from onlooking nations and organisations. After 50 hours of work, we pulled out a man and a little girl alive in Haram. The civil defence teams are struggling with heavy machinery due to the massive area that has been damaged. Over 400 sites were destroyed completely and over 250 sites are partially damaged. We urge the international community and all humanitarian organisations to not hesitate in providing help to the affected Syrians from the recent humanitarian catastrophe that occurred in northwest Syria. Emergency medicine specialists have praised rescue efforts, but warn of a grim future. Dr George Champus says the death toll is likely to rise. This is of a magnitude that is uh, uh, just uh, shocking. Um, and um, I think the numbers we're seeing are still, um, you know, relatively small to what we should expect. He says factors like underlying medical conditions and mental toughness play a part in a person's chances of survival. The key factors would be um, underlying medical conditions and need for uh, um, medications or acute medical resources uh, would be one. Two is any associated traumatic injuries that are um, time-sensitive, amputations, uh, internal organ damage. Um, three would be um, uh, your underlying physiological state uh, and age. Um, and then fourth, I would say, is um, your ability to sustain um, yourself as long as possible without um, fluids, um, nutrition and electrolytes. I think those would be fourth. And then the fifth, I think, would be um, your durability and your mental um, capacity 
um, and toughness. Dr Christopher Colwell says there have been some miraculous rescues so far. You see a lot of different scenarios where we've had some some really miraculous saves uh, and and people have survived under horrible conditions. They they tend to be younger people uh, and and have been fortunate enough to find either a pocket in the rubble uh, or or some way to uh, to access needed elements like air and water. Dr. Champus says in a devastating situation for all those affected, hope is the key. I would never discourage anyone from having hope. I think that um, um, for individuals who are going through this nightmare, um, I think for for some of them, even if they find their loved one and they're not alive, I think that's also important for them. Um, and so, um, I think I think that there's a couple ways to look at it. One is the hope that they can save somebody, um, and 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 I think that. That is probably still maybe you know five to seven to ten days away, but then I think you switch into a period where I just want you to be able to find my loved one. I just want to be able to you know touch them and, and um, say goodbye and, and have some closure. Tom Kennedy, SBS News.